Hey, you're listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. My name is Keila Craft Ambrose. This is a place to grow, be inspired, and to go deeper in the things of God. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, we're on episode 13, and today I wanted to talk to you about something that is pretty much a recent thing that I'm trying to do. And I don't know about um, what you've been facing today or this week or right now in this moment even, but sometimes in life we think if we do more, then things are going to be better. And that's not always true. So we keep ourselves busy. We keep ourselves on the go. We're planning out our life and we're working ourselves really, really hard. And a lot of the time it's not that the answer is in doing more, but it's actually in doing less and trusting God with more. And so today I wanted to encourage you with that. So the title of today's episode is Do Less and Trust God More. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've ever done this, but for me, I can think, man, if I just work really hard, if I do all the right things, if I work it myself and and I'm on top of things, then life's going to get better. And that's just not the case. Um, In my life, it's been very disappointing and frustrating when I found myself in situations where I've done all the right things. I've done all the things that you quote unquote should do or could even think to do. And I haven't gotten the return or the outcome that I've wanted. And I've been trying to learn that really the outcomes that I want in life, number one, are an ideal thought process that I have in my head. But also, it's not always realistic for things to go exactly how I've planned. Um, It doesn't matter what I've done or how I've set it up or how hard I worked. It just really sometimes takes the power of God and really God getting involved in my life for things to work out, not how I want it to work out, but how it should work out. And I wanted to encourage you because in Isaiah 40, 31, it says, those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They should run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And I don't know if you've ever seen an eagle compared to a pigeon or something like that, that is a smaller bird, but Whenever I'm thinking about the scripture, it says that you're going to mount up with wings like eagles. Now, a pigeon has to flap its wings a lot. I don't know if you ever watched a pigeon or say a crow or something that's like a normal bird that kind of hangs more um, closer to the ground or in trees. But an eagle, they fly at a whole other altitude and they're able to see things at a different perspective. And if you've ever seen an eagle, they're soaring. They're not flapping their wings. The wind underneath their wings is what's carrying them. And it's really that the altitude and the wind and the even the shape of their wings and how they hold their wings that enables them to be able to soar and not have to work so hard. And I think about that scripture and I think about in our life how so many times we're not waiting on God we are taking things into our own strength, into our own power, into our own will, and we're trying to make things happen. And so we get to a place where 
You know, I was even talking to someone this last week and they told me, I'm just tired. I can't do it anymore. I don't have anything else to give. And I told this person, I said, that's probably a pretty good indicator that you haven't been involving God. So in your life, if you have something like that where you're like, I've given it everything I've got, it's not working out, um, it's not panning out how I thought it would, and I don't have anything else to give, I'm empty. That's a really good place to start uh, involving God, but just know you don't have to get there to start involving God. You can involve Him from the beginning, and you don't ever have to run out because right now you're operating like a pigeon. You're flapping your wings really hard, and you're working really hard, but it's not getting you the perspective, the outcome, and even the mindset that you need to have for what God's called you to do. God hasn't called us to operate on a normal level. As a follower of him, we're called to think higher and do things higher and have a kingdom mindset, not just what naturally comes to our mind, not what naturally comes to our emotions, not what naturally comes to how we would operate in life. So when we wait on the Lord, our strength will be renewed. So we have this promise that whenever we wait on God's power and God's strength and we follow his plan, that we get this continual renewal. Um, I remember whenever I was younger and they came out with renewable batteries, I remember that was like the craziest thing to me because I was like, wait, like when a battery is out of power, it's out of power. Um, But no, they came out with these batteries that you could just charge and they were fine and you never needed to replace the battery. And that's kind of how it is with God. You can either keep replacing the batteries, replacing the relationships, replacing the job, replacing whatever it is because you're doing it in your own strength, or you can just let God renew you and recharge you because he's the one that's already involved. So then the scripture goes on to say that you're going to mount up with wings like eagles and you're going to run and not be weary. So what that means is you're going to be able to push. You're going to be able to get to places that you've never been and you're not even going to get tired. That sounds pretty good to me. And then it says you're going to walk and not faint. So it doesn't matter if you're flying, you're walking, you're running. doesn't matter how you're pacing yourself in life. When you wait on God and when you follow God, you're going to do it in a really, really huge way like you could have never done on your own. You're going to get to altitudes and depths and distances that you never could have gotten to on your own. You know, I don't believe that God wants us to be just one step away from a nervous breakdown are always on the edge of an exhaustion or an exhausted place. So the answer for this is pretty simple. To do less and trust God more. Um, You know, I've heard in my life that uh, God can do something in 20 minutes that you couldn't even do in 20 years. And I have been in a place before where whether it's going to a doctor's appointment or whether it's um, and getting a diagnosis and them telling me that, you know, I'm going to have to deal with something for the rest of my life or whether it's, you know, what the trajectory of a relationship looks like or what my future looks like or where I'm at today. You know, I've gotten myself to where I'm at today in a way, but really I am where I am today because of a few things, because of my choices and also because of God's grace and mercy to let me live and and because of how much I involve him or I don't involve him in my life. So if your life isn't going in the direction that you want it to go, if you're not at the level that you want to be, if you're not operating um, 
within a manner and uh, with a capacity that you want. Yes, you have to work hard. Yes, you have to develop yourself. Yes, you have to do things in life. But being a champion and being successful in life is not just from being stretched or putting an overload on yourself that forces you to trust God, that brings you to your knees and you realize when you're up against the wall and you're out of steam and out of energy that you need God's help. You can actually do that right now, wherever you're at. If you already feel like you're exhausted, if you already feel like you're, you've gotten a diagnosis, uh, in my life I've gotten diagnoses before, and you know what I've said? Like I, I've listened to what the doctors said. I've listened to what the people have told me, and then I've also said, but I'm going to trust God. And I didn't trust in what the doctors said more than what I trusted in that I know that God's my healer. And God's the one that created me in the first place. So yes, it's important to take your season and understand your season and understand your diagnosis and understand what's a realistic thing around you. It's good to to realize that. You don't want to be delusional. But at the same time, it's not being delusional to say, well, but I also know who God is. I also trust in who God is more than I trust in what the things are in the scene. You know, in 2 Corinthians 1, 8 through 9, it says, We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired of life itself. As it turned out, it was the best thing that could have happened. Instead of trusting in our own strength or wits to get out of it, we were forced to trust God totally. Not a bad idea since he's the God who raises the dead. (laughs) You know, what's pretty interesting is that a lot of times in our life, we wait until we hit a burnout or we wait until something devastating or a big situation happens in our life and God really just wants you to involve him right now. God can do what you can't do. And Jesus didn't tell us, hey, if you're busy, you can move mountains. Like if you do a lot of work, you can make it happen. He didn't say, if you work really hard and get stressed out, you can have miracles. He said, if you have faith, you can move mountains. That's in Matthew 17, 20. You know, faith is not just a belief that's up in the air. Uh, it is an action, but it's not busyness. It's not, it's not pushing yourself to the limit. It's really giving over the control and the power and having to figure out why, having to know when, having to know how, and it's trusting in the who that's in your life. So I want to encourage you today. Maybe you've been putting pressure on yourself to do more, to be more, to see more, to have more, to get more, to gain more, whatever it is in your life right now. I want to encourage you to do less and trust God more. Because I think you'll find that in trusting God, you'll know more of what you should do that pushes you towards the things of God instead of just trying to work really hard and figure it out along the way. I think it's really easy for me to get into a place where I think, well, this is a small issue. I can handle it. But why do I want to handle things on my life, in my life on my own when I have the God who knows everything about what's going to happen in life. He knows my future. He knows my past. He knows what's going to happen today, tomorrow, what he, what's going to happen yesterday, last year. He knows everything. So why would I try to go on my own and figure it out? That's basically like me saying, I've never been to this city before, 
but I'm going to make it to this restaurant and I don't know the direction. I don't know where I'm at right now, but I'll figure it out. We have Google Maps now (laughs) on an app in your phone and you can just type in the address. That's kind of how it is when you access God, when you use the word of God too. It's like accessing a power and a knowledge that you didn't have, but it was right there all along. So many of us live our lives and we try to do it on our own terms and we try to do it in our own way and we don't access the power and the presence of God that we have available to us at all times. And we wonder why we're dealing with certain things and why our life isn't panning out. And it's because we're trying to go about it in our own strength. And you can only see so far. You can only do so much. But it's not in the doing and it's not in the effort that you're able to be a great follower of God. It's in the trusting God. It's in the receiving his power. It's in the doing what he's telling you to do that gets you to the place you want to be. So today I just want to remind you, just stop doing so much that's not leading you to anywhere. That's, that's, that's not taking you to the future and to the things and to the relationships that you know you need to be involved in. Stop receiving reports or diagnoses or situations or circumstances and looking at them for how they are and just saying, well, it is what it is. It is what it is until you involve God. So let's stop trying in our own effort and in our own power to make something happen that maybe was never supposed to happen. And let's, let's start involving God so that we don't just sit back And just believe things for how they are, see things for how they are, but go, God, I trust you with this and you can see further than me. You know more than me and you're going to take me to places I've never been and you can make miracles happen that I can't make happen. You can do more in a moment that I can do in a lifetime. Some of you have had goals and dreams that you've been striving for and seeking and working and you're hurrying year after year week after week, moment after moment, and you haven't achieved it yet. And there's some of you that you keep hitting a wall and you keep, you keep getting to this place where you're overstretched and, and you're, you don't have anything else to give. And what if you just took some steps back and you just waited and you trusted God And you got involved with his plan instead of trying to make your plan happen. And you followed him and you saw what he can do. He can do it a whole lot faster and a whole lot better than you can do it. And so that's where we have to have a check in our spirit where we can know, am I putting myself and what I think I can do above what God can do in my life? Because if you're taking things into your own hands and you're not involving him, that's exactly what you're doing. I want to encourage you to remember that God wants to renew you. He wants to refresh you. He wants to strengthen you. But it's our choice and it's our decision to involve him and to follow him that helps us to have that renewal. And the the key way that you understand if you're not involving God is if you're starting to feel tired, if you're starting to feel exhausted, if you're starting to feel like there's no hope, if you're starting to feel anxiety or depression or darkness, those are all symptoms that God is not involved and that you have not let him in. And so often it's because we're not practicing what we already know we need to do. And that doesn't mean just doing more actions or working really hard. That sometimes means resting 
in the truth of who God is, incorporating the word of God in our life, talking to God, actually not just doing what you have to do during the day and understanding that spending time with God is a necessity for your own mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. (laughs) That that's the way we are renewed. That's the way our mind is reset. That's the way we get our focus right. So it's not just a have to, it's a get to, but it's also a necessity. Just like I have to take certain pills every day and vitamins. Why would I not give myself a dose of peace and a dose of, of faith and trusting God and a dose of joy? Because in the Bible it says that you're the, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So if you're not getting in the presence of God, you're not going to have strength. You're not going to have clarity. You're not going to have direction. And you're going to feel very run out and burned out. So let's worry less about doing more and let's do less and trust God more. I hope you have a great day. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to personally receive weekly encouragement. Also, check out my blog at keelacraftambrose.com for monthly content. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Keela Craft Ambrose.